Sleeping with my therapist was a bad idea. I knew it, too, but I couldn't really help it. There were only so many times I could hear, why don't you explain that, and tell me how you feel. So I finally snapped and decided to show the guy how I felt. I've got to say, for a decent guy who had never cheated on his wife, he wasn't that hard to take advantage of, and by not hard, I mean ridiculously easy. His pseudo-morals gave me a strong succubus energy fix, and when you consider that what we did was probably the most productive thing that ever took place on his couch, it was almost like I did a good deed. Still, I knew my boss was going to be pissed, seeing as he was the one who'd ordered me to seek counseling in the first place. Do not tell Jerome, I warned my friends, tapping my cigarette against the ashtray. I don't want to deal with that kind of fallout. My friends and I were sitting at a booth in cold July, an industrial club down in Seattle's Belltown district. The place was dark and loud, with crisscrossing pipes on the walls and ceiling forming the bulk of the decor. Because it was a private club, it didn't have to adhere to the city's public smoking ban, which was a perk for me. In the last few months, I'd found nicotine was one of the essential things helping me cope. Other things on the essential list, vodka, nine-inch nails, a steady supply of moral men, and an all-purpose bitchy attitude. Look, Georgina, said my friend Hugh, he was an imp, a type of hellish legal assistant who bought souls for our masters and did assorted middle management tasks. He had dark, cropped hair and was big without being fat. I'm no expert in mental health, but I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that probably wasn't a helpful step on the road to healing. I shrugged and let my eyes scan the crowded room for potential victims. There were some pretty good pickings here. Well, he wasn't that good. At therapy, I mean. Besides, I don't think I need it anymore. Silence met me, inasmuch as silence could meet me in a place so noisy. I turned back to my friends. Hugh was making no pretense of hiding his you're-fucking-crazy look. Our vampire friends, Peter and Cody, at least had the decency to avert their eyes. I narrowed mine and put out the cigarette. I don't suppose, said Peter at last, that this is anybody you'd maybe, uh like to date long-term? Yeah, agreed Cody, eyes wide and hopeful. I bet a therapist would be a great listener, and you wouldn't even have to pay for it. My insurance pays for it, I snapped. And I don't really appreciate your passive-aggressive attitude about my boyfriend. It's not that passive, said Hugh. You could do better, sweetie. The guy's corrupt and going to hell. How is this a problem for you? And you didn't like my last boyfriend either. Maybe you should stop worrying about my love life and go back to figuring out how to get your latest secretary into bed.